Are there parts of motherhood that did not come naturally? Do you feel overwhelmed? Are there secrets you wish you knew in advance about the motherhood journey? Could you use a place to cope with motherhood, laugh your woes away, and lighten the mommy guilt? Welcome to Toward, finding a mom-life balance. Welcome back to Torn, Finding Your Mom Life Balance. On today's episode, we're going to talk about kickstart your 2021 with intention. And Torn Tribe, I am super excited about this episode because it's a special episode. We're hitting a milestone, 50th episode recorded. So we made it. And so to celebrate that, me and memes are going to talk about 10 different categories. And the way we're going to talk about these 10 different categories is that five of them will be reflection based. And then the other five will be some of our goals for 2021 with the spirit of kicking off the new year. So So, really excited and looking forward to um, reflecting and propelling ourselves forward. So here we go. Let's jump right in. Category number one, favorite torn episodes, top five for us, torn tribe. And they may not match the ones that, you know, analytics declares as the best, but we're going to call these to your attention. And the first one is one of my all time favorites because I feel like I live it every single day is moments, fantasy thought versus reality. So on that episode, Memes and I talk about how much what we think is going to happen doesn't really happen. We actually do it with our families. And I just think it's a funny one. Yeah, I think it's it's just a common theme and a lot of what we talk about when we're disappointed or when we're excited. It has everything to do with like what we built up and then what actually happened. One of my favorites was Legacy of Grace, where we highlighted our abuela's, uh, Lenore Rivera's life and thought back about who she was and who she was for us. Um, So very touching and a really great way to memorialize her. Yeah, and I think it's a good one if you're wondering, like, how to connect with your, the older generation in your family. Um, And another one that I think is inspirational kind of along the same lines, but as like a boost for us mothers was an episode that we did where we interviewed Andrea from A Story in Heels um, and hearing about her, you know, career and then also her passion that she does on the side and her blog. So I always find those inspirational because I'm like, man, a mom with so many kids and a full-time career and a side hustle and she's still doing it and is a champion. We support that. Definitely. And it's just always fun because behind the scenes, we're always having the nervous butterflies of meeting someone new and having the interview go well and making sure they feel welcomed. But the guests always say the same thing that they're thinking, like, how did I sound? And um, is this what you had in mind? And You know, so everybody kind of has the, you know, we all aim to please. That's the thing we have in common as moms. <laughs> and um, so it was just really great to connect and like it, it just flowed very naturally. 
And I think another fun episode we did in 2020, if you're looking for doing something courageous in 2021, was our full-out, transparent camping 101 (laughs) and how we embarked in the great outdoors of South Carolina in our friend's backyard. (laughs) It's definitely probably what I would say my greatest takeaway related to one of Athena's Christmas gifts this year was the outdoor projector. It was a great moment. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Let's get these movies going right. <laughs> and then our final um, favorite episode of the year is The Grind. And we were just getting back to, you know, our whole motivation for having the podcast and talking about how the season of the holiday can be very draining, how there's lots of expectations from the outside that we put on ourselves and just how to really you know, whatever it is you celebrate, however you feel this time of year, finding your own way of being positive and keeping a positive attitude um, during that. Yeah. So those are our top episodes um, over the past year. And so whether you're a torn triber that's heard every single episode, you want to go back and binge listen to some of your, some of our favorite ones, feel free. If you're a new listener, Those are the ones I would say, hey, check out as you're getting up to speed with us. The next category that we had was milestones, milestones for kids and our family. So memes, big pat on the back to both of us. We actually sent off kids to college. Kind of. (laughs) They're in college. One was actually there. One was doing it remotely, but they made it to that milestone. They burned their stripes. Yeah. They're not in high school anymore, people. (laughs) (laughs) So they made it. We made it through that whole application process, testing process, crazy graduation from high school process. The pressure of choosing... Oh, yeah, we survived. And so did they. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, the next milestone was sending, sort of sending my anti-kindergartner to kindergarten. (laughs) (laughs) So he's been doing virtual kindergarten and he's actually been doing it really well. And we're actually in the midst of you know, prepping him for actually going on campus this month for kindergarten. He's still anti it because he would rather do it virtual, but we're going to celebrate the milestone that he's actually doing the schoolwork. So our next one was virtual school in general, right? Just adjusting to that, everyone having to learn different platforms, what the schedule was. I have a preschooler um, that I'm assisting with the, you know, Isabella with her mom, 100% remote at work. I'm 100% remote. So giving classes, figuring out video editing, just all these other skills that everyone had to learn to make sure we could all kick off stronger for virtual school. Yeah. And I think virtual school is one touring tribe that we can all celebrate the milestone together (laughs) because we've all had to do it at some point throughout this awesome year that's behind us now um so celebrate yourself give yourself a hug for surviving virtual school and hang in there if it's still the case for 2021 another one i would say that kind of leans into that virtual school it's the same bravery you kind of need is taking risk 
Um, Memes, do you want to highlight some of the risks that you took in 2020? Definitely. So um, gained a promotion, um, had to take stock of the change of career. You know, it was the first growth step after shifting from teaching in the classroom to going into counseling and now managing our career team, um, thinking about the time commitment, all the things that cause the torn moments and the pressure. And if at this stage I was ready for the growth, but really just doing the process is part of the take risks. It's um, consider it, but then start to review what you've done and how you would have the meeting or preparing and collaborating with Athena to get feedback and ideas throughout the entire thing. And, Um, negotiations and what your feedback to yourself is about where you are on that journey. Um, I recommend it even if throughout it, you know, you don't, you feel like your stomach drops out a million times and it's that anxiety of putting everything out there and being super vulnerable. We also know that that I think is the most important thing is to kind of live authentically and be vulnerable. So definitely recommending taking risks. Yeah. And I think one of the other risks is just doing this podcast, right? Like just putting ourselves out there, torn drive to kind of connect with you all and create that forum where we can share authentically the feelings that we're having about motherhood as we're living through it. Um, And I would say because of the torn podcast it's actually open doors for different speaking engagements and even for myself writing um on a more consistent basis so that is part of taking the risk so we celebrate that the other milestone uh the other one that i want to celebrate here milestone is i don't know about you all but this was the first year 2020 was the first year that i actually took PTO and went nowhere. So staycation became real. And, and I don't know if I want under, them to stick away. Around. <laughs> For sure, because it is different when the options, because even if you have time or you take a day or, you know, extended time and you have options of things you're doing and things you can accomplish, it just felt different. So it's also that staycation that kind of leaves you with a lot of the like self-reflection. What are we going to do with each other? time so it takes a lot of bravery (laughs) yes I thought it was curious when we were going through this category that we found lots of outside milestones like the kids milestones and then we were kind of like hmm we have three of our five what are our other (laughs) yeah um so just another milestone of remembering to celebrate your wins and your risk-taking and bravery every day also because we always recognize others we support others with their milestones but definitely torn tribe you know celebrate yourself and that segues perfectly into the next category of self-discovery what did we learn about ourselves this past year so i think i'm personally going to constantly push myself into the pool like I don't need someone else to trick me or talk to me distract me and throw me into the pool what I've learned is that I I have to be in there to know if I'm gonna sink or swim so the more times that I can try something new speak to someone go to a different engagement change up the schedule um you know events participate in different activities I I tend to rise to the occasion so I'm gonna encourage myself to keep doing that That's awesome. And 
I would say one of the self-discovery items that I had called out was actually taking those. And I used to not be a big fan of these, but these different personality tests. Um, I actually took a facet five exam at work and it was super telling to realize that although I'm in this career and live in this family that constantly asks for collaboration, collaboration, collaboration in the moment, um, I actually thrive in independent work and like thinking by myself to then bring it to the team. So learning that aspect about myself helped me understand this is why I am the quietest on the call when there's five people talking at the same time and trying to get their thoughts out there. That's why I also am the one to like write on my notepad and not necessarily on the PowerPoint slide or the mural board, the virtual whiteboard that's out there for everybody to use. Um, and so it kind of helped me like not feel like I was the weakest link. It was just a different link uh, and have a different way. So now knowing that it's like, kind of like you were saying, meme, you're, you're going to throw yourself into the pool to see if you sink or swim. I am going to be proactive and say, Hey, I know I have this call coming up and we're going to try to brainstorm. I'm going to brainstorm ahead of that call. So I could come with my ideas and not delay the process. Definitely knowing like what strengths you have and what you bring and how you work best. I think it's interesting that you say you hate those personality assessments. Um, I have to pick your brain more because I have to figure out what I'm saying to my students to get them to love them more because they just look at us like what assessment this is a test and it's like but it's about you. That should make it fun. That's scary. <laughs> oh, no, exactly. But knowing all those things helps us with the risk taking helps us with those new experiences. So I think it's always great for us to know like, Oh, I really will do the thing. As long as I sign myself up, I really want to share my ideas, but yet I have to do it in this way so that I'm ready for when we're sharing those ideas. I think that's amazing. So the other thing I realized over this year is how I recharge my brain detox per se is solitude. So things I'm doing in my quiet and sometimes there's quiet and sometimes there's some background noise or white noise for me. If I'm cleaning, if I'm driving, um, running errands and I'm, I'm do there's different modes that I'm in. Sometimes it's the podcast mode as I'm doing my commute or driving or, you know, um, running around, but sometimes it's music because I actually want to know what are the thoughts I'm trying to unravel in my mind. So I can't, you know, um, overload them with other thoughts. And then sometimes it is reading a book and like learning about a new place and considering those things. Um, but my brain does kind of like decompress, doesn't get stimulated by anything on the outside. It's not relationship based, conversation based or an engagement. It's like in my own zone to get myself back on track. Hallelujah. Amen for solitude. If I can find it, like I know for myself, like that is like the place to be for me to detox and recharge and decompress and like um, do healthy transitions from one activity to the other. It's mm -hmm. just finding that solitude. Uh, I don't have a big enough closet or I don't have a closet that has enough doors between <laughs> people and where it's located. Um, so yes, that one. And I would say another 
thing that I've noticed that charges me and recharges me is being creative. And I actually realized this past year that I'm actually creative because there's no more of those boundaries, right? Of like, oh, I need to be able to paint or um, speak like write poetry. It's like I can just write or I can get creative with how I'm going to do virtual school and work at the same time. And no one's going to realize that I'm gone, you know, like those things, like just thinking outside the box more. Definitely. And then we're just going to say it. We're aging quite gracefully. Oh, yes. I think I'm struggling with the graceful part more than (laughs) Athena is, but. Yeah, the aging is happening despite how we're taking it. But um, oh yeah, we're gonna the joint pain. I don't think I take enough joint pills. (laughs) (laughs) It's like uh, you know you're aging when your mother's like, "Are you taking your calcium, your magnesium, and your zinc pills? How do you not have this, Steve? You better start buying her the calcium." So that's oh how you know goodness. you are aging. Your joints are rickety and you try yeah, or to Or you're do... finding what is the other natural thing you can do <laughs> to help. And so it's like, oh my goodness, why am I in this section of the grocery store? Why? Or the, nutri- you know, the nutritionist. But yeah. Yeah. So that would be it. And I'm just whispering it, guys, but it's there. <laughs> Join us. Let us know how you feel too. Um, <laughs> The next category, and it's always a section of our podcast shows, are the men's. The men's that we had in 2020. And I just got to say, my my favorite men of 2020 is spending time with my piglet, Sophie Grace. Um, And it just, it's so refreshing to get to spend time with her in person, through FaceTime. Just every moment with her is really precious because since I don't have sons and she's my only niece, um, it's just a very, very special relationship to me. So those You only times... have sons. You, you, oh, yeah, Freddie yes, and yes, Flip. Yes, We're not going to read too much yeah, into it. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Got nostalgic <laughs> with Sophie just sitting in my lap working with me and her looking like me. Um, you know, I just see a lot of myself in her tiny little personality and it just it's the nice parts of me so I'm like oh yes (laughs) someone got my curls someone got my smile and the spunky attitude um but I just enjoy my time with my piglet so so figures my favorite mend (laughs) and then if you guys know anything true to form one of my favorite mends is me time me like am i time um my spa my manicure my pedicure don't worry guys my daughter gets a little shout out in here too for me but honest to be honest my top mend is when i can pamper and over this year it's been pampering myself i'll settle for that um but the the relaxing like making my feet in my hands which i don't know if i've mentioned here i really really love my feet um so getting them to look Yes, smooth and clean and attractive, funky colors. That's my favorite mend. And if anybody listening needs a foot model, she'll be up for it. Yep, thank you. <laughs> you don't want my feet. <laughs> Torn MLB. <laughs> and um, my next ranking up there mend is my lawn care. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. 
people it's been so rejuvenating to see green grass and it's still going strong it is still green and people are still scared to walk in my grass <laughs> so and that's part of your creativity blossoming it's awesome. yeah it, it looks really I can't nice get a plant to stay alive at my house yeah. but... no it's been looking good it's so much so that people have been gifting me plants and i'm like well <laughs> don't get it don't get it wrong don't misread this like this is a process it took a long time to get us green grass but it's there so lawn care and like I said, Sophie has been leading our evening dinner prayers. So that is always a men. Just the fact that she is taking on her relationship with her faith and asking questions and being a model in our home of like how that can be part of our tradition really warms my heart. And so men's of all men's, right? Family time which I think is what we're all about and just all the different holiday traditions that we get to do and getting to talk about that and getting to experience those and doing those virtually together this year has been awesome as well. Definitely. Adding a whole nother layer to the silliness. (laughs) So memes, next category we had were torn moments. (laughs) The easiest category to figure out, guys. There was not a lot of reflection needed to identify our torn moments. So we started with decisions about virtual school. Like, what were we doing? What were our schools doing? We know several of us were, like, very torn, distraught, concerned what to do. Yeah, that school decision. I think you all can also relate of that being one of your torn moments. (laughs) Like, say what? Mm -hmm. This child has to be here and I have to do what? Make sure he gets on Zoom? Okay. (laughs) Um, Other tour moment is the need for solitude. (laughs) Especially when you realize that's how you decompress. That's how you detox your brain. The need for solitude. And you can't find it. (laughs) Definitely. And then not wanting to allow ourselves to pause and watching a bunch of people posting activities that they're doing or suggestions for activities and definitely not wanting to, you know, not wanting to have FOMO moments and be left out of any of the trends. Activity overload was definitely one that came up right away. Yes. And then the one that we've all been experiencing for way too long, quarantine, (laughs) just a quarantine life. that one with a bow whatever interpretation (laughs) it has left many of us very torn and the last but not least (laughs) (laughs) because it's so colorful and finds so many creative ways to tear us up work fatigue just people just because we're all quarantined and working from home doesn't mean the calls need to start earlier and last longer. We would like to eat with our families and we would like to work like we're moms. <laughs> and have and have lunch and oh yeah, bathroom breaks. Facilities. Come on. <laughs> bathroom breaks. Do we all need a catheter? Please. <laughs> all right. So next category, um, quality time. It's kicking off what we want to set as intentions. So these will be more like future focused things that we have done before maybe or want to start doing and make sure that we manifest them this year. And so I'll start with um, quality time with ourselves. 
just making sure you're taking that time and not cutting it out um, just to get everything done. Yeah, definitely. Um, and using that quality time to not like when I was thinking quality time with myself and envisioning it, it's like seriously not using the time that I get alone to just get ahead. Right. <laughs> like, okay. because it's so hard. It's like, Oh, I could do laundry and count that as my quality time. <laughs> uh, no, <laughs> that's not what we're talking about. Torn tribe. We're seriously saying something to pamper yourself, treat yourself. <laughs> so that's <laughs> what that quality time means. Um, and the other one that I brought up was quality time with my art. Um, and so what I mean by that is whatever your true passion is, because many of us mamas are working in careers um, just to pay the bills, you know, let's be honest, and put roofs over our heads or to maintain a certain lifestyle, but it's not truly where our passions are, right? So whatever your passion is, that you would give time to that, that you would give it quality time, whether that's 10 minutes or uh, five minutes or an hour, whatever time you have to give to it, but breathing life into it this year. Definitely. Uh, We are creators. We're meant to create. So doing that in the form that is applicable to you. Important. Um, another area of quality time I have put down um, specifically for myself that I would like to see for 2021 because I didn't really get much of it this past year was time with my spouse. Um, that's kind of hard to do with four sons and quarantine life, but <laughs> um, trying to be intentional there and make time to hang out one on one and to really spend quality time together talking doing different games and all that those things yeah I think it's important to find like interests and activities and you know something that's just for you like they can be things that you also do with others at times like when you and Steve were learning how to play hearts Mm -hmm. that was the game right hearts um but I think it is important to carve out that time with each other and even when it's like mellow quiet time just together like having the variety of like we're doing a thing we're going to a thing but then we're just being with each other yeah mixing it up keeping it lively (laughs) definitely and another audience that we'd like to you know despite quarantine we're still keeping them on our our schedules (laughs) is family unit time so with everyone else they're all invited um and they can Bring their personalities too. <laughs> it's our family time. Yes, that's extremely important. And then um, the other group we wanted to recognize for our quality times are people that inspire us, people that are um, like minded and kind of like champion, right? It, it, encouraging. So other podcasters, other influencers. Um, other people that are either in the same industries of work for our careers or just inspirational people that lift up. Yeah, wanting to grow our network to have people who would, you know, sign up for the things, not so much topic wise, but that want to lean in and want to be the, in the arena and, you know, are, are growing, taking risks and trailblazing so that they can set examples. We can share our our journeys and grow from each other 
All right. So getting up to category number seven, date night with mom. So these are kind of things that me and memes want to be intentional about with our families in 2021. Um, Mimi, you want to kick us off? What are, what are some of the ideas you have with date night with mom? So building comfort in the kitchen with food planning, baking, knowing how to use utensils, knowing what ingredients, uh, what happens as a result of mixing certain ingredients is definitely something I'm prioritizing. It was one of the um, gifts that I gave Soph and Bella was a kit with their tools, but finding different dishes that we can make from simple sandwiches that we're carving out into fun shapes for the day that I can make a lunchbox for her to go to school. <laughs> and, um, even like figuring out why one of our doughs for sugar cookies didn't work and the second one worked, you know, but I want her to just have that awareness. I want to have the bonding time with all of us. We had such a great time making our gingerbread houses and making traditions, but I want the everyday routine, the planning, the balanced meals, the healthy, the way that the planning meals can influence your family's budget and, you know, what you're filling your house with and how you're being aware and taking care of your body um, all relate. And it's a big priority for us this year. So carrying along with the theme of mess, <laughs> if we think of crafts and painting, like allowing the kids to like create things, whether that's with pipe cleaners or paint or written word, um, just exposing them more to different arts and craft activities to help them understand like the different things that are going on throughout the year and driving home different lessons, more hands-on. Um, and one big one for me also um, is uh, athletics, like uh, doing workouts on a consistent basis with my sons. Like we've been doing um, like uh, earlier in the summer, my dad, he still is like, oh, my gosh, you guys are still doing Zumba. <laughs> you guys do Zumba like every day. <laughs> um, but like exposing them to like different workouts and we're doing Peloton right now as a family because they have different like family workouts that are either like five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, um, hour long. And even just running, like I've been, um, and I want to continue doing this is building endurance with the running, um, running at least two miles a day, every other day with my younger sons. Yes. I re-enrolled for a new elite queen warrior, um, workout through the year. So committed, um, also, Sophie has not been doing ballet because then they weren't doing virtual, they were in person. And so um, her tia got her her gi and some DVDs for her to start um, karate training, her yeah. wadoki training, and she loves it and has pretty good form. Um, we didn't get to it today, but she did wake up this morning and say she wanted to do no, she she's trying to rush tomorrow. to the punching, man. I I oh, would watch out, <laughs> watch out. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie Grace might just punch your face. <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, and all our families love dancing and music. Um, so making sure that we are making space and time and exposing them to different styles of music and forms of dance and what, you know, how I like it to be part of the day-to-day, just setting an environment, but then also learning certain dances or being, um, you know, adventurous to try something unfamiliar and new. Yeah. And uh, so that kind of leads into our culture, you know, exposing them to like theater and comedy and just the different things to help them understand different cultures. Um, Even like we were playing the trivia the other night, um, Kahoot. (laughs) And just using that and different like activities like that to help expose them. I think we all learned a lot about the Dia de los Muertos. (laughs) <laughs> yes, and what they know or what they don't know, what they have questions about, it's just such a nice, natural way to see their strengths and how they shine. So. Yeah. So um, next category is learn something new. So in 2021, let's share with our Torn Tribe some of the new things we're going to learn. And one of the ones that I want to challenge myself with is storytelling. So looking to take a communication class to help tell stories better, whether that's for work, um, whether that's just to my children or just writing. So I would like to grow my network with career counseling and really build um, my own foundation of how I explore career building with students um i have my own kind of nuggets of ideas but i would love to i know it's a growing conversation um from earlier on in high school so seeing you know other circles what they're discussing what they're using how they're getting to support students with career counseling and another one we put down was kind of like a life coach to help push us to the next level level up i'm really interested in learning more about the history of Puerto Rico and Panama as, you know, our ethnicity, but also um, giving some more context to our family and grandparents and what they grew up in, experience, what life was like for them. So that's something I'm interested in researching more. And uh, one of the things that we also want to cultivate in our homes is just the building an environment of continual learning and understanding that learning is not um, confined to a- academic building or academic time frame, but it's a continual journey. Definitely. So category number nine. Now this one's sweet to my heart, quiet time. <laughs> quiet time. <laughs> and the reason it's sweet is because in this household, If, you know, it's just loud, Um, but for 2021, and this one is a habitual habit for me, but I want to continue it and in fact, like stretch the time even further for myself is quiet time, meaning for me, uh, more Bible time, more time studying the word um, and digging into the history further and finding more time to just dig. Um, to get more historical context and more revelation. Um, I have been doing 21-day meditations, and I'm currently in a 40-day meditation, and just continuing to have a different um, focus or growth area as part of my morning routine. 
And um, going along with meditations and um, Bible time as well is teaching my sons how to do the same. Like my oldest has his own quiet time and he's gotten it down. My three younger sons, um, helping them to find time throughout the day to be quiet, self-reflect, read their word ask questions um and it's just in the spirit of like also like slow down because our little people just go 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 and mine never get tired (laughs) so just embedding this in their day of like quiet time we're all gonna do it together and it's gonna be fun i think our our next two are some habits that we could probably model for them that will help them find their ways to get there to their quiet time so writing daily doesn't have to be long it doesn't have to be a journal it doesn't have to even have meaning it could be like a free write uh to begin with um but making that a daily routine a daily habit and practice yeah and um reading more and reading more independently for my little guys and reading more for myself in general um And so even reading for a little person, I would say for my three-year-old, he just likes to sit and look at the pictures and that's fine Mm -hmm. because that's reading at his age. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So we'll take it. Exposure to books is so important in so many different ways. The exposure to books and the quiet time it provides. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. do it silently. (laughs) Look at the picture silently. Tell me what you think after the 30 minutes are up. (laughs) or whatever time frame right because he loves to tell stories but yeah reading for quiet time and then last but not least category torn tribe is releasing the guilt and i hope that these are inspirational to you all as well um but some of the ways that we want to be intentional of releasing our guilt in 2021 so definitely building your torn tribe and having confidence It could be one person, it could be a circle, it could be different circles for different things that you want to share, but sharing what's on your heart, being authentic about what you're feeling, um, and getting the support and companionship of those that you trust. Yes, uh, that is key. Um, And I would say another another one uh, for releasing guilt... um, that I thought of for myself in particular, spending more time reflecting on my parenting, whether that's through journaling, whether that's like just taking a specific event that happened throughout the day and thinking about it more and just spending more time reflecting on it to just be a better parent. Yeah. For me, uh, with some recent learnings, I want to do more monitoring of my emotions um, so that I'm conscientious of the impact I'm making and like where it's coming from. So more of the things that I, I learn and I'm exposed to for education and the sake of like understanding children, like being more reflective on how I show up in those areas. When is it fright, flight, anxiety, just not acting out of your calm, logical place and like how that impacts your home and others around you. That is a good one. That's a really good one Um, because even like I was saying earlier that I had taken that like facet five test, like if you take one of those exams, it'll tell you how likely you are to allow anxiety, flight or 
fright to um, influence your will, your um, ability to collaborate and all these things. It, it is a really, it's interesting that they overlay that because I never thought of that before I took this test. I was like, oh yeah, that's right. Emotion. <laughs> but of course, of course, memes in the test, I got splat in the middle that my emotions don't impact any of that. So it didn't really help me. But anyway, you see, what you see is what you get. Apparently that's what the test says for me. <laughs> Um, but I would say for myself, another releasing guilt is listening more intently, um, becoming a better listener. Um, it's often a skill that I say that I picked up in business consulting, but it's also a skill that can never be perfected. You could always become a better listener, uh, listen to like the nonverbals, uh, listen mm-hmm. to the um, vocabulary use, the speed at which people speak. Like there's so many different ways to listen. Um, but one of the major things that with listening is the not interrupting folks when they're speaking. That's a huge one for me that I would love to master in 2021. So I could actually get someone's complete thought. <laughs> and it's when I learned what a disadvantage you're at when you're listening, waiting to respond and trying to be conscious and not formulating either. For me, a lot of times in shared circles, it's like how to make the conversation gel or like connect. And sometimes you like, I have really, really a lot of this last five years, I think I've been conscientious of like not doing that work for other people, letting them be uncomfortable with each other. If they're uncomfortable, like it's, it's, half the time is not what I'm saying or what I'm contributing. And so I just need to listen and be present and take my own stake on like how I feel about it, but not worry about how other people are taking it. And so definitely just listening to all those different uh, communication facets, like you were saying, body language, word choice, all of that, and just taking it in, accepting what people are sharing. Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. I'll let you know guys at the end of the year, if I listened more, intently um but with all made it to 50 yeah we made it so with the 50th um you know intention here we're gonna end it with this one and that's choosing grace and when we talk about grace here on torn we're talking about unmerited favor so you cannot earn it it is just something that is freely given And so Torn Tribe, we hope that you would join us in this releasing guilt um, intention in choosing grace, especially when you feel overwhelmed and torn that you would choose grace. Grace, Grace, that's the thing. It's interesting. um, When we started this journey, we talked about the torn feeling. We talked about needing amend. And through our conversations and what we saw surfacing as solutions, this is what it led us to was feeling like when we could have it with ourselves, we could extend it to others, then life didn't feel so overwhelming. So I definitely hope that in 2021, we can all embrace and choose grace more often. So Torn Tribe, we're excited to kickstart the year with you all. Um, We would love to hear some of your intentions for 2021 or even some of your reflections of 2020. So feel free to email us. Um, and memes, let's uh, end it with our mend. 
And now for our men's segment, where we share a highlight from the week. So I have to say that I've had a couple of reflection end of year uh, moments. And so my, I've mentioned it before, my letter writing at the end of the year, the quiet time with family, a friend inviting me to a, a vision board reflection. Um, I haven't, it's interesting because for most of my intentions for 2020, I have to move them all over to 2021 because I think I really only did my, I read 11 of the 12 books I intended to read in 2020. Um, but I'm giving myself credit for 12 because I'm probably two thirds of the way through a four different books, but well, there you go. None of them made the cut. <laughs> so, but I'm always reading something. So I definitely don't feel guilty. And that's a new feeling when I don't meet a goal. Um, that's and- good. But all of those reflection moments and that my circle in different ways is bringing up activities that I can do to do that reflection, I think is so important, feels very consistent and builds me. So that that's my mend as we're kicking off the year. That's awesome. Um, I would say my mend has been the ability to spend quality time with my art. So I had taken off a full week for the first time in like forever. Um, And instead of just filling that week with like break activities and, um, you know, just filling it with different activities every day, I actually used the time to say, hey, if I was living a different life or if I was living my passion, how would I use my time? And so I start, I actually was able to get away and write more and be able to reflect more and spend more time digging and researching and studying. And so that was my men to see that that passion is not just a passion because I want, I'm burnt out of my career or something like that. You know, it's, it's more of like, that truly is my passion. That truly brings me joy. And then that leading into um, getting able to speak and share in my friend Sharon's uh, recharge and reset um, retreat and just stepping out of my comfort zone. (laughs) Surprisingly, it was a men because it didn't feel like a men leading up into it because I was nervous as all get out and, uh, you know, the doubts were rising up and they were real, but just. And that's part of it. Yeah. I was like, yeah, it's all part of it. You are awesome. And I'm like, am I able to live this way though? (laughs) Do (laughs) do I want to do this again? And I think I ended the, I answered my own question with, I need to do it again to see if I do want to do it again. Cause doing it once doesn't count, (laughs) you know, as, and and I feel, I feel like at different points, there'll be a different amount of tension. Like, I don't think it goes away 100% for anyone that is, but living in the arena, I think that that's the high, maybe you don't want your, you know, to your stomach to be in knots so many (laughs) hours before, but building up just because you're giving it the importance and the relevance that you are in the arena, stepping in and taking risk. um, We want our pulse to go up a little bit. And then I think you'll find that you'll make it your water and you'll just be swimming in it eventually. Yeah. And and it's exciting because it was the first time that I 
consistently heard you in my head memes like just enjoy the journey don't worry about the output enjoy the journey and for the first time in and ever um i actually was more focused on the journey than the actual end result um which is not my personality whatsoever so <laughs> that was my mend stepping out of what i think athena is and experiencing a new athena so Torn Tribe, Happy New Year. We are in 2021, fresh start. I cannot wait to make more connections with all of you. Please follow, share the podcast, send us your mens, send us your anecdotes. I'm hoping that we can get more of your voices and your participation and questions um, added to the show this year. So please follow us at Torn MLB on Facebook, Instagram. Thanks for joining. Choose grace. When you feel torn, choose Choose grace. grace.